Good evening, ladies and gents, kings, queens, things, everyone, and everybody in between. I am triggered and traumatized. That's it. Full stop. <laughs> Period. End of sentence. I am the secondhand embarrassment that Paula Patton's mother is feeling because she asked for it. <laughs> She asked for none of this scrutiny that she's getting right now. I feel bad for Paula Patton's mother. But <laughs> otherwise known as Karen, formerly of the D, now in NYC. Who is Paula Patton's mother? Is she free? It doesn't matter. She has to do her like this season. <laughs> <laughs> she, is, she is a white woman, but not famous. Unlike Robin Thicke's mother, who is white and, and semi-famous to his father is famous his father is famous his his, his father's wife is kind of like b-list but no paula Patton's parents are are regular just a regular old interracial couple that probably got married in the 60s and 70s like that first wave of interracial coupling where they had to like test it out first <laughs> they had to test it out first <laughs> Okay. This is already starting off in the ghetto. I can't. <laughs> we, even been here, we haven't even been here five minutes and we're already in the ghetto. <laughs> no. Uh, well, I am. I don't know. I don't know who I am. I'm no one this week. Because okay, that's fair. I'm just a blob of red hair existing this week. I told her earlier, it's like, this should look like a hoodie. <laughs> the shape of it just is like sleepless hoodies are back. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm just a blob of red hair existing. So, great um, <laughs> Shall we get in? Because a lot has happened. A lot has happened. Um, I didn't want to start with negativity and nonsense. So, but it's all negative. <laughs> I found a bright spot in the last week, so I guess. I don't know. Maybe this is a bright spot. Whatever. Taraji P. Henson has a new job. Okay. She is, has been appointed to the HBCU Board of Advisors by President Biden. Oh, word. Okay. So she's going to be out here advising on the H, the B, the C's, and the U's. All right. Cool. Work, yeah. Taraji. That's good. It's better than Felicia Rashard. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean... You know, I saw Felicia Rashad live. She was in a play, like, and the play happened right after that Howard incident. And when I tell you that all of the cat, like, after a, a play, the actors speak and, you know, they talk about all that. And when I tell you, she, she said nothing on that stage. <laughs> she just sat there. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else has something to say. And you, you know how you're in a conversation, you gotta wait for somebody else to speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, that polite grace. If she she sat there with that look of my lawyers have advised me not to speak. 
She she had that like I just want to go home. I did what I was supposed to do. <laughs> I know that's right. Uh, she I mean she did a good job acting in the play because you kind of forgot it was her. She, she plays a lesbian, a, a butch lesbian in um this. Didn't she play a butch lesbian in the Women of Brewster Place? No, she wasn't in that. She wasn't in that. What was she? Okay, never mind. No. <laughs> No, she got in the character. You forget that, you know, this is also Mrs. Huxable, but um, I'll give her that. Okay. I mean, Felicia Rashad has never been a bad actress. She's yeah. only just had bad material. Like, let's be, be frank. And even she she has the capability to take bad material and making it. I was going to say, even good. with bad material, she's always made at least her role good. Yeah. She just, I don't know, it's that old guard of black woman that's like protect that nigga at, at all costs even when right. you file and I just that's just not a thought process I subscribe to I mean honestly agreed but you know <laughs> it's Felicia Rashad like we cut that woman so many breaks a ton oh a ton of them um so I guess into the trash. Yes. <laughs> Here we are in week two of the slap that won't go away. I mean, God damn. <laughs> it just will not leave us alone. I am so exhausted by it. He's completely resigned from the academy. He, you know, Netflix to put the movie on hold. But I think that end up on hold anyway because. The director left the movie like two weeks before the Oscars. So I think that movie was going on hold anyway. It just happenstance to be right. Yeah. Well, he's not. So this is a biopic of his life, and he is not at that stage of his life where we need to be talking about a biopic. Like, I don't know though. I think it's very fair for Will Smith to have one. I mean, it's been it's what 40 something years. It has not been that long. <laughs> Yeah, he I mean, no. When he started rapping, he was like what, fourteen, fifteen? Uh, he was a he kid. Was like, go. He was like eighteen, nineteen, twenty. He was. Oh, I thought kid. he was a kid when he got started. Nah, he was very much. Yeah. It just happened very fast. Like his rap career was like two years, and then the Fresh Prince came. Like yeah, Fresh Prince came. Out. Yeah, he. I don't think it's. I don't think it's unfair for him to want to have a biopic because he has had quite a long career. But I also don't know that I... Want to see it or need yeah. to see it? But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've, I did listen to his book, like his audio book. I haven't finished it yet. I've been listening to the audio book, but it's only listening in my car. He's not that it's what it is, but... <laughs> I don't know. It was a weird tangent on my audiobook habits. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I've been listening to this book and it's like, could I would I have been okay if he never wrote a memoir? Yeah. But was it interesting? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know. No, I, I think it's I think it's fair, and I think it, what it really was was him trying to seize the moment, um, especially with that autobiography that just dropped, and being like, all right, now you niggas have read it, now watch it be acted. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But somebody actually brought up a... It, it, it was a kind of funny thing, 
Um, so the headline, uh, Will Smith biopic put on hold and underneath it goes, didn't we already get that with the Fresh Prince? And I was like, yeah, didn't we already get that with the Fresh Prince? No, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't, but it was funny as fuck. <laughs> but that's the thing though. It's like it's so so like when I when I what I'm looking for in a biopic is to learn something new about the subject that I had not known. Also, before. you're looking for the most likely to be dead. Like let's keep it frank. Yeah, and like, they, have, they kind of have to be dead. I mean, quite honestly. Like and it also, and it also has to be happening. It also has to be like in the past too, like like at least fifty years out from from the peak of their life or whatever. It's so much of Will Smith's life out there that because he's been consistently in the spotlight for thirty years. There's nothing that we don't know about. Him. Yeah, there's not at all, like at all. No, I know things I wish I didn't know about him. Yeah, that's the thing. They t- they be telling us too much, like. Is I mean they already put so much of themselves out there. Like we seen we seen Jada when she's pregnant. We we got red table talk. We got this. We got this. Like it's it's yeah, like but think about it though. They don't really. Ex- they've only recently started talking about things that in yeah. about their lives. But like still, in the past too- like three years. They, I mean, yeah, and but they honestly, all, like that's been too much. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> Let's like, be frank. That's yeah, been too even, much. Even leading up to this point in the last couple of years, all they're doing is like filling in blanks from what they didn't talk about. Like that's they are fair. they've been giving us half the story all this time. Now they're giving us the other half. And so it's just like what 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 is new? Like what is there is nothing new that I don't already know. I mean, I wouldn't mind. Like, if Will Smith is playing himself at some point in this, like, I would gag and I would still watch it. And that's a lot like Fantasia playing herself. Nigga, <laughs> guess. <laughs> I was waiting for you to get that. <laughs> oh, my God. If Fantasia can have a movie, if Wendy Williams can have a movie, I don't see why Will Smith is Will Man, Smith. Is. No. Actually, the Wendy Williams movie, that might be kind of timely now because we ain't seen her. <laughs> <laughs> that woman ain't dead yet. <laughs> but, okay, we kind of went whatever. Bring it back. But in the wake of this slap, you have seen all these other people coming out to talk about how terrible of a moment it was, and I have just been really appreciating people coming with receipts for these people's bad behavior. Like Jim Carrey had a lot to say. And then they posted the clip where he went and essentially sexually assaulted Alicia Silverstone on stage. Yep. Yep. Um, and then it's just been a lot of pulling out the receipts on the people and the whole, the Academy doesn't condone violence, but Roman Polanski, Woody Allen, Harvey Weinstein all still have their things. Um, not to mention uh, the queen of being triggered and traumatized, um, one of three hosts, the only one who uh, kept her mouth shut and minded her business was Miss Hall, because Miss Hall was like, this ain't got nothing to do with 
<laughs> she ain't bitch ain't said shit. People keep forgetting that she was there too. Sis has been so quiet. <laughs> um the game has been trying to drag her a couple times. The game. Yeah. Okay, well, let's just let him rest. Miss Amy Schubert and her bad jokes about like, oh, I used to date Hispanics, but now I go consensual. Amy Schubert has had like a long, oh, uh, nothing works 100% um, except Mexicans. Like, these are Amy Schumer's jokes. Like, these are the things that this bitch has said. Ew. Let alone when she like used black women's bodies for nothing more for comedy in a way that was fucked up. Yeah. Amy Schumer, one, is not funny. Amy Schumer is the most unfunny root vegetable to ever exist because the bitch looks like a potato, a parsnip. She looks like a beet. Every fucking root vegetable known to man. I still don't know like what she did recently that would like qualify her to host the Oscars. Not you, you a thing. Because she did that something with Netflix about her having that damn baby that I didn't even care about or know she was having. She had a baby. People allowed her to have children. Yes. Damn. I think it was her. It was the other unfunny one. No, it was her. Because it was called like Inside Amy or some weird ass shit like that. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. But still, like, I don't like if that if that if that stand up or that special was good, we would have heard that it was good. And we I I, I miss that. Like, I never hear anything good. about. That's the Amy thing. Sure. I never that's I never hear anything good about. I never. <laughs> So maybe a couple of years ago, she did have one good movie that I did like the train wreck. One with Goldie Hawn? No, not that one. It was one with like it was random. Like LeBron James was in this. Um, one of them dudes from Saturday Night Live. Now that was that I did watch that one. That one was good. Um, and that's where she peaked for me. And <laughs> like I haven't had no desire to engage with any of her work ever ever since that one thing. So she was good. So you're saying she was good because she was actually surrounded by talented people. She was surrounded by, like, everything hit. Like, the writing was good. Her acting was good. Like, it was just a rare moment where, like, all the stars aligned. Uh, <laughs> but, like, it, it, I have not seen that. And still, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still wondering, like, what got you to the Oscars? Because this is, like, you know, what we go Oscars? Like, well, she does have a, she has this new show and I kind of want to watch it, but not because of her. And it really upsets me that she's in it. But this um, Black comedian named Yamanika Sanders is in it. And she's that woman is funny as fuck. I'm like, God damn it. Why are you in the show with Amy Schumer? Mm. <laughs> but yeah, she just got a new show that released on Hulu. What is Wanda Sykes? Oh, well, Wanda Sykes is doing that Netflix show. Wanda Sykes was also talking shit about how she too is traumatized. And in need of an apology. An apology because this is her friend. And to that, I say, Wanda Sykes, I've been done with you the second you sat there and said that you and your wife was going to only implant white embryos because you wanted babies that look like you. What? <laughs> that is what she said. What she said. No, she didn't. 
I was done with her then. It was something. I mean, she is kind of prone to this. Not the craziest thing she said, but like she has always kind of leaned like that weird intersection of like almost hotepy with like white Republican ish. Like yeah. she's, she's been she's been saying a couple of things for a while. I don't have any good examples, but every once in a while she'll say something like, "What?" Like. Yeah, I. Uh... So Wanda Sykes, <laughs> when she first came out, I used to. Oh my god, I just got a text about seeing peaches in New York in May. Funny. Okay. Um, not that peaches has anything. Well, peaches kind of does has a little bit to do with Wanda Sykes, but that's neither here nor there. I just remember her coming like when she first came out, and she came out um, with her comedy specials on Comedy Central. And back then, she was still straight. She had that little flipped hair. She had her like. I, I just felt like she was so much funnier and more entertaining when she was straight, and when she came out, like all of the assimilation into white queerness came with it mm-hmm. and i just want to go back <laughs> i just want her to go back to being strictly dickly and we could all be happy wanda sykes is a mess yes once again where's regina hall the game is trying to drag her for the joke she made about lebron's hairline or something <laughs> What you thought LeBron was gonna go up and slap Regina Hall? <laughs> Please, there was probably a point in time where LeBron was trying to hit. He probably still want to hit. Hell, I'm gay and I want to hit. Because if we can't can talk about Jada's alopecia, we can't talk about LeBron's receding hairline. The game shouldn't be talking at all. They just need to put a permanent gag order in his dumb ass so we can all rest. A receding hairline is not a disability. That's that's not an autoimmune disease. And yes, I understand that or alopecia is autoimmune related, but Jada specifically said hers is. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is just foolish. The whole thing is just foolish. <laughs> Like, okay, the thing, okay, we all have to accept that, like, yes, Will Smith did this shit. It was funny as fuck, but it was wrong at the end of the day. Should there be a certain level of consequences? Maybe. Should he be expelled from the Academy? Hell no. Should he apologize to Wanda Sykes and Amy Schumer? Fuck no. Should he be seeking therapy? Maybe, but not for this. For this general being Black in America. And being a bl- and being America's black, I said it last week, and I'll say it again. Will Smith was America's black, yeah. and that was what hurt this country. That's what why everybody is so up their asses about it. Because had he just been any nigga on the street or any like lower level lower level nigga who just started acting, what have you, it'd be a totally different story. Like this shit would still haunt his career, but it wouldn't be this big public outcry, and it wouldn't be this like extent. To this extent, rather. Yeah, because the fact that we're still talking about this a week later is... or two We'll be talking about this for months, because there's going to be a ridiculous... Because they're going to do a Red Table Talk, and there's going to be a ridiculous yeah, fallout from it. Yeah. yeah. And to Wanda Sykes, to Wanda Sykes, Amy Schumer, Whoopi Goldberg, to any and everybody that has been like... 
if this man decides that because of all of these hardships that have now been placed on his career to start his own streaming service and he looks you dead in your face and say, guess what, sis? I'm giving you X amount of dollars to create whatever programming you want. Every last one of you raggedy butt face, triggered and traumatized, no good rat face niggas are going to sign the fuck up mm-hmm. quickly. So get out of here and get over it. But that's, I mean, that's the thing though, is Will Smith is not going away. Like he he's may not. Have- like he is still rich, but like he's behind the scenes on a lot of things right now. Like he's produced, he's the producer of Bel Air, and they already got two seasons of that. Like we just ran through the first season, it was a hit. So you know they're gonna, they already signed up for a second. Already season. renewed it for a second. And there has been not a single conversation revolving around that at all. There has been a lot of people. A lot of my Twitter followers watch it. It's a good. Oh, show. Oh no, I mean as far as like backing away from him. Oh, oh right, no. right, right, right. Oh, oh, none of the none of them are gonna like go it's up against one of Peacock's best performing original program, and they're not letting that shit go. No, yeah, no. Which it is good. I, I am a I am a fan of that. I was tuned in every week. The stories like that's I haven't not- finished it yet because I haven't wanted to let it go, but it is good. Yeah, yeah I just started it. I started the I saw the first episode. Um, and I've got to, I've got to shake some things off before I go back into it. It's had like, the first remember episode, something. The, the first one or two episodes of anything are always going to be a little bit shaky, but it hits. It, hits it does. Really. It levels out. Yeah. Oh, very nice. When you posted that shit about the uh, uh, Viv being replaced, I hated you because I was googling <laughs> the fuck. I was that like, was... is this really going to happen? Oh. That was an April Fool's that somebody else posted. I wish I could take credit for that, but that was hilarious. Yeah. And that, I mean, that is the thing about this reboot is they do like reference and it's a lot of inside jokes, like from the yeah. old series that mm-hmm. make their way in. I appreciate the fact that they don't like, like, ev- like every scene is not an inside joke, but if you pay attention, they do have like little like nuggets of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where are we going next? Well, it's been a rough week for Black China. (laughs) So, that's an understatement. Black China post tweeted yesterday I had to give up three of my cars, my reasons, morals, beliefs, being a single mother, no support. I'm a mama. Then she says, single, no support, child support. Somebody replied, when the other parent is actively in the child's life, taking the child on days and clothing, clothing, feeding the child, is child support warranted? She said, no, it's when the other parent successfully, when the other parenting successfully is called co-parenting. This shit's about to give me a stroke trying to read it. (laughs) But greedy parents try to get child support because they're not doing nothing. So then Tyga jumped in the comments and said, I have my son Monday through Saturday pay $40,000 for his private school, do all his medical plus, everything else. Why I need to give you child support? 
To which Rob Kardashian then said, I have my daughter Monday through Saturday, $37,000 a month for her school, all medical expenses, blah, blah, blah. Why should I pay you child support? Mm-hmm. Then Tiger said, well, how you get the $3,000 discount, which I thought was funny. <laughs> yes, I screamed. So, Come on, can you put me on the plug? Right. That was right. Can you put me on the plug? I kind of appreciate that the white father pays more than the black father. I feel like that's just like the tiniest little bit. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, it's the other way around. I guess paying more than Rob. What's the other way? Oh, I thought I thought Rob Kardashian was paying more than okay. No, never mind. I guess paying more than Rob. <laughs> so then uh, this shit never ended either. Because then she was like, Black China's like, well, I'm gonna focus on my lawsuit against his bitch ass sisters. <laughs> and why they got my show canceled. So then it comes out that Rob was kind of exaggerating because they have 50 50 custody and they trade off which weeks the baby is with who. So oh. you don't really have her six days a week every week it's they alternate weeks in which they have her okay so well tiger let's tiger still like aired the fucking room out yes he did (laughs) tiger cleared that bitch and you noticed that she couldn't she didn't even bring him up at all into him went straight to the ashes Did you see somebody on picture posted a picture of Black China with her kids? I'm like, oh, look at them, a happy family. It must have been Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) I said, this is negative and disrespectful. Y'all are not shit on the internet. I mm -mm. I mean, what does, I don't know what she, I don't know what Black China expects. Like, she fucked up, she fucked up the bag. She had the potential to, like, be the only Black Kardashian, and she fucked the bag up. I mean, she still is the only Black, like, she still has the only Black Kardashian, baby. Yeah, but it's not her, though. Baby. Where is Tokyo Tony in all of this? I'm surprised she ain't said nothing. I don't think they're talking again. But that, like, that ever stopped her before. (laughs) I don't think she got kicked off of Instagram. Oh my God. I think so. It's been a while. I believe I saw somewhere that she was taken up yesterday. But it's been so long since she said anything, I can't really tell you. I want hold on, let me look. Where, where to- is Tokyo Tony now? Is the bitch still alive? Mm-mm, that is the bitch still alive. <laughs> Your Google searches got to be the most wild shit ever. <laughs> It truly is, and if I'm ever popped by the feds for anything, just don't worry. It's too late. <laughs> Not as too late. <laughs> they gonna pin any and everything they can on me based on my Google searches. Just going like, I wonder. <laughs> Tokyo Tony Instagram. Oh my gosh, I don't care what Tokyo Tony is doing. I am moving on. Is she still alive? Um. So, Monique and Lee Daniels made it. I mean, that's not surprising. I mean, it was bound to happen eventually. Yeah. But they made up, and now she's going to replace Octavia Spencer in the Netflix thriller Demon House. I heard about that, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I'm like, okay, work. I'm I'm happy for you, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, all we need you to do is act. Yeah. If it ain't in the script, don't say it. That's all <laughs> we need from you. Uh, I mean, I mean, if they can forgive each other, then then I, what? I guess I should think about forgiving some people in my life. <laughs> but I'm not going to be the one to reach out, though. I know that's rude. <laughs> but I'll think about it. I'll think about it. So she done made peace with Tyler Perry and Lee Daniels. Mm-hmm. All right. Just not Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> the only person to ever make peace with Oprah is Yala Van Zant. And then we had her in her glorious, most glorious form for about a good eight to nine years on our TV. Does anybody remember when uh what's her name? The actress who played Squeak in The Color Purple. Mm-hmm. She came at Oprah very strangely. <laughs> no. She, she was calling Oprah all kinds of names, calling her a mammy, calling her the, the, the slave mistress, all, all, all types of like wild stuff. When the hell did this happen? This happened probably like 10 years ago because this is the last we ever heard from her. So, <laughs> so um, but it, it was completely unprompted. I want to say that what might've happened was before Oprah's talk show went off the air, she reunited the cast of The Color Purple with like Whoopi and all of that. And after that, the actress who played, Ray Don Chong, that's her name. Um, she just started going off about like, you know, not, I think I think there was might have been a little bit of saltiness because if you look at the color pur- purple, almost everybody that was in that movie have gone on to bigger and better things except for her. Very uh, true. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was it was very strange. Damn, I had no idea. Squeaked and got bugged. I didn't know nothing about this either. Sierra better look out. This was a while ago. I'm curious about this new color purple. When I saw, I was like, oh, okay, that's cute. Oh, okay, that's cute. Sierra, what? I know, exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And they're like, Sierra. I'm like, no. <laughs> I was just confused. I just, I didn't quite get it. Because I'm like... We haven't seen you act in your Ever. voice next to other like you and Fantasia in, in the same musical right like, that's I, just too much <laughs> you said- like we're already going to be trying hard to ignore Fantasia's bad acting because we once again we have her biopic as proof um let alone having the potential of Sierra and if Sierra ain't dancing then what the fuck are we going to do I love this for Fantasia though I feel like she has been waiting longer for a moment like this. Yeah. You know, well, you know, was, like on Broadway too. Like she was in the Broadway version too. So she's been she was, but something fucked that up. She started like taking time off. It was something that fucked her up in that. Yeah. She got let go. We were messing with that Mary Man that worked at T Mobile. Go <laughs> 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 work at T Mobile. <laughs> Like I said, like I said, we forget how much Fantasia has been through. Just even like the married man that Fantasia was fucking around with that worked at T-Mobile. So I feel like this this is her moment. This is something we should be rooting for her. Oh, Antoine Cook. (laughs) Yes. 
that's the one yeah yeah um so the grammys happened the grammys happened <laughs> yes there was a um i'm trying to think oh. at the grammys you know it nothing really happened it opened with silk sonic and they did what they do over there <laughs> well, that was descriptive. I felt like I was there. I, mean, I am enveloped. They, we know what they're gonna do. Anderson probably gonna sit there with that. I turned away, whipping it back and forth, and Bruno Mars. I did not know who he was with that wig on. <laughs> I had not a single fucking clue, and I kept going. It's like. Is this Bilal? Who the fuck is this nigga? It's <laughs> like, I know it's I, not Jadena. Who is this man? I ain't heard that name in years. <laughs> 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 I mean, look. I thought he pulled the Raphael Sadiq. Look. Oh my gosh. Thank you. So, you know, they did that whole thing. Um, they won a joint award with Jasmine Sullivan, but they didn't go up to accept it. They let her, that like she did it, accepted it by herself. Because everybody, every last one of us knows that she should have received a Grammy quite some time ago. Yes. Yeah. And not just one. Yes. More than a few. Jasmine Sullivan is by far. And I'm going to go on this. Jasmine Sullivan is by far one of the most phenomenal and underrated artists. And it is so pitifully fucking sad that she does not get the due that she fucking deserves. Yes. The girl puts on a banging ass live show. Mm -hmm. Whenever she releases an album, it is a good, solid fucking album that is timeless. And you can listen to, I, I still listen to, what was the first one? Fearless? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I still listen to Fearless. And it still, see, it still sounds very uh, uh, to a certain degree, kind of still up to date. Like it is, she makes timeless fucking music. And for her to just be receiving her first Grammys this year is disgusting. It here's is my, disgusting. Here's my concern. My concern is that this is the most attention Jasmine has received throughout her entire career. She's kind of, she's always been beloved by now, I wouldn't even say she's been beloved by all Black audiences. She's been beloved by a very particular Black audience, like someone yeah. the same age as her that has gone through the same stuff. Now she is, now I feel like she's coming to her own with like universal Black audiences, but also like now white people are kind of paying attention to her too. And now she's got a Grammy, now she's got all this going on. My biggest fear is that she falls off after this. Jasmine okay. Sullivan will never fall off. It can happen though. Like it, it always. I just it, can't. It always happens. Like as soon as that artist, like that you have always loved and you always supported, no matter what. As soon as they start getting all that attention, that's when everything goes left. Because then, like the pressure starts building, all that type of stuff. Like the expectation from the record label, the expectation from the public. But she's already been through that though. That's why it took so long first to get reality show and for her to really get back on track. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't think that's not gonna. I don't think that's gonna be the thing because she's already had to navigate that kind of shit. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. I think at this point she's just doing like hotels. Hotels and reality show are proof that she she's just doing whatever the fuck she wants to do. Yeah. You know, like what black woman is what black woman is coming out uh, with an album called Hotels other than Summer Walker. I was gonna say she's not. I mean, she's kind of the first in this generation to do it because I, I I always think about like a Millie Jackson who's always been doing that kind of thing, but mm-hmm. we haven't had like one of those in a long time. We haven't. I mean, the closest thing I say we've had was like Jill Scott. Yeah. yeah. But then people act like they just realized that Jill Scott was on that. I know. Weird. All her songs are about fucking and food. And all of her acting roles are always like, like her Tyler Perry movies. She's the good girl in that. Always movie. the docile fat chick. Yeah. The music. Yeah, fair. Which is, I mean, that speaks to her acting abilities. Like she can go play that docile role and then go in the studio and give you like mm. all this freaky shit, right? So freaky shit. This bitch is nasty. <laughs> she is. I'm partially, I partially believe that she's in the fist play. And when she peed in that plantation, it was nothing more than like sexual arousal for her. I no, not doing this. All right. So <laughs> at the Grammys. Um, you know, things happen, whatever. Some white group won best reggae. Some white group won. A, a white American group, not even a white gentleman. A white American group won best reggae album. It was so Wait, strange. what? Yeah. That's, oh. oh Which was that? I think that was real. And Sean Paul. And like, it was, it's very strange. Uh, yeah, Kanye won something or other, but he wasn't there. Which, whatever, fine. By but, the grace of God, we lived another day. <laughs> and then weird shit started happening, right? So you go over on Twitter, and Cardi B fans are real life bullying her because she was not at the Grammys. Wait, what? Opening her own Twitter, like threatening her and talking about her kids and shit, because she didn't go to the Grammys, and she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you weirdos? Like, I My never said baby. I was going to the Grammys. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Is she over there in Baby Shark being Sharky B? Let her swim with and the fishes. Like, you deceived us. You led us to believe you were going to be there, and you not, you raggedy bitch. Like, it's- <laughs> <laughs> what, what exactly was she going to do there? Like, she... <laughs> Like she wasn't gonna perform this. What she was nominated for was she was not gonna win. Like so, y'all can just see her sit in the audience. Like what? What was? When I tell you, this is the weirdest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like it was so fucking. She was too busy filing filing more gag orders and injunctions over on Tasha K's ass. She didn't like. They was really, really going out to the point that she didn't like delete her Instagram. They ran this bitch off Instagram. That's fucked up. Yeah, like it's so weird. People are hateful. Like, it's it's such a weird, like such a weird ass thing that they're really like, bitch, you made us think you was going and you ain't going. You hyping us up with these outfits in your Instagram stories, bitch, and you ain't gonna go to the Grammys knowing we want to see your raggedy ass. And they like, she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, weirdo? 
<laughs> Meanwhile, she's like, I'm just going to get cute today. I've been feeling kind of down. Right. <laughs> y'all like, see where I'm at. I'm at my house. Like, y'all clearly see this. Like, I'm in New York. I don't fuck you want me to do. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they go do their homework and put worried about where she at. I feel like the Grammys were kind of a bust this year, but they're always a bust. Um, but That's even more so bad. just because no one was assaulted. No, it's just, it's not a lot of superstars in music anymore. Like, it's nobody you want to look forward to. Like, oh, I got to see this person, this person, this person. Like, there are, it's nobody, like, changing the face of the industry or anything like that. They're all going to do the same kind of performance, a lot of neon lights and and stuff like that to the same basic songs that you would hear on TikTok or the radio or something like that. It's it's it, we don't have like a Michael Jackson. We don't have like a Whitney. We don't have we don't we don't hate we, except for Jasmine Sullivan. We bear, we don't even have any girls that can just like stand up with a mic and just blow the house down with just a voice. I will say Dua Lipa and honestly, no shade, Billie Eilish can actually sing. Yeah, I'm not trying to see her though. Like <laughs> Billie Eilish. I'm just I'm starting to like Billie Eilish. She's not my generation. That's the other thing. We we missing those multi-generational audiences. Like we don't have like a Patty LaBelle who can still like come well, out. Well now she's place. white and she goes by Gaga. <laughs> All right, I guess Lady Gaga, she did she do um I'll t- I'll tune in for her. I'll t- I'll 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 go up for her a pink. Uh, Beyonce but like yeah I'm surprised Pink wasn't there she don't got nothing out right now I don't think don't nothing out. I'm sure most people say I don't have nothing to promote and I'm not performing so what I'm here for <laughs> fair fair um, See, Beyonce recorded her shit for the Oscars it was like I will be at home enjoy. but I did enjoy her Oscar performance that shit was everything I did really really like it um what else has been going on it's been more shit about the grammys but whatever oh also after the grammys courtney kardashian and travis barker got fake married Uh, fake married yeah so they went (laughs) they went to a chapel and exchanged vows and rings but they don't have a marriage license so they're not really married Okay, I get you now. Yeah, so they, they went pulled a brandy. Yeah. Well, yes. you better look out because you know that child's an angel of death, and we already got one. We don't need two more. Listen, listen. So I'm not doing the brandy slander with you. <laughs> Just not not doing the brandy slander with you anymore. Mm-mm. I just I can't do it. Well, what else has happened? I'm looking. I don't know. I don't know that it's anything I care about. <laughs> that the Tory Lanez trial has started. There we go. And the nigga got arrested. So his trial started. There was all this testimony. You know, the testimonies back and forth, whatever. He did get arrested and held on a higher bond because under accusations some of, like violation. of the protective order because of his social media posts about Megan. 
There it is. Lock his ass up. Why is he still here? Why haven't we deported him? Put him and Milani on the same flight. You could just leave her ass right in Canada. Criminal, all right. The criminal justice system is slow. And <laughs> I thought you were about to start quoting Law and Order. <laughs> I was, in my head, it sounded just like I was just it like, did. I know that's exactly what this sounds like. But I could not think of another word after that. <laughs> no, the criminal justice system is slow. Like a court, trials, all that type of stuff, you know. But also, like, in some of the, now, I I still say, I don't know, I'm going to let the, let this play out in the courts. I just don't like Tory Lanez. I don't either. He That's what I'm like, send him home. I don't like him. I only like but, one uh, song of his. And I didn't even know it was him. But there was testimony that the gunshot residue was on the other girl's hands and not his. And well, she can send her ass too. Shit. Oh, it's it's being presented as, as if he is not the one that did the shooting, but Megan's friend was. And... I don't care who did it. Get oh. rid of both these niggas. They can both I mean, go. I just don't. One of y'all still shot somebody. I just don't get the shooting people part. This nigga is trash. Nigga mm-hmm. is complete garbage. Mm-hmm. Pack him up in a hefty bag. You know he tiny. Put first class on that shit and stick his ass in the mailbox. You mm-hmm. know he'll fit. Send him home. I I'm I don't want to hear about this anymore. I'm we're gonna be hearing about this for the next like year, probably two. I'm actually quite tired of hearing about this, not just because it's just a lot of like it's a whole lot of misogynoir and nonsense wrapped around this, but it's also like, why are we continuously re-traumatizing this woman? Yeah. Right. Like well, at some also, point we have to stop. It's that and also the fact it's just like we all know what happened like we like <laughs> we are like it's very obvious this man shot her and yet we keep dra- like like it's, it's it's no spoiler it's no climax like what we, what are we hoping to get at like like there's right like she still has bullet fragments in her foot and she's still physical therapy she can't wear certain shoes now yeah it's it's like it's, it's there's no like surprise witness or nothing that in this trial that could like go another way it's just like we're just delaying and that's what that's uh, delaying the inevitable yeah no he needs to just go we can just let him leave like your things and go home speaking and take your balding head with you he needs to just kind of go ti oh no Mm. he can go too so T.I. did a comedy set because apparently that's what he's doing now. He's a comedian now. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can, call T. I... Your, you can call yourself a comedian if you want to. That doesn't mean I have to, but. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> so T.I. is to comedian as Portia is to journalist. I was going to say, what's, I was going to say Nini. You remember Nini was trying to do stand up for a little <gasps> <laughs> but Nini, you know what though? Nini was funny. Nini was funny. 
she, she was, was funny. Okay. It was mean, but it was funny. It was she was it reminded me of kind of like a, a black Andrew Dice Dice Clay. Uh, okay. But um so he's apparently doing stand-up now. So he did a 45 minute set somewhere. Yeah. Then his set's over, and there was a female comedian that like a woman comedian. I'm sorry, I did not mean to say female, I genuinely hate that. But there was a woman comedian who was, I guess, hosting. So she's like telling jokes in between sets and he starts to heckle her. What? And which is like the the one thing comedians are not supposed to do with each other. Right. You're already in violation. You just started. Like his story is that she made a joke about his sexual assault charges, like an unwarranted joke. Her story sounds more believable to me, but I wasn't there, so I'm just going to say what sounds like it makes more sense. Her story is she was telling the jokes. He was like kind of heckling, making little comments to her. Then he starts yelling at her to take off her wig or something. And he said, and she said, I'll take off my wig when you answer about them charges. And that's (laughs) when he started going off, yelling, screaming, calling her all types of bitches and everything else. Of course he did. So Clifford, the big red fool. And he posted these videos, you know. He posted the, of course he did. He Once again, Clifford the Big like, Red Fool. These like, well, I guess he was on live, but it was like these videos on Instagram talking about how, you know, she had been coming, this girl had been coming for him and his family all night and blah, blah, blah. So the girl finally spoke up and was like, nah, that's not, like he was like, I wasn't gonna say nothing about this, but that's not how it happened. This is what happened. She told her story. Then he responds and says, You saying I caused you a bitch? Show me where I caused you a bitch. I never caused you a bitch. I give you a Please tell me she dropped the video. She said and then she said here at the 30 second mark. And which, <laughs> which she called her a bitch like 17 times. So yeah, it's a lot of back and forth. Tiny then jumped in saying some shit. It's just because Tiny is stuck on that, that Dolly Parton shit. By Dolly Parton shit, I don't mean the good things. I mean, stand by your man. <laughs> she gonna stand. I'm gonna stand by him. Yeah. I'm gonna stand by him. I bet you are. The girl, um, Sabrina Peterson, the one who was the first one to kind of accuse them of some of these more recent things. Oh, yeah. Said that this triggered her, but he just didn't have a gun the way that he did with her and so how all that looked familiar and all that. Oh. Tiny said something out the way to her too and it was just a lot. We've a lot. already had many a valid re- reason to like to put T.I. away let alone like dis- I'm sorry I said this wrong to disown him, let alone put him away. Uh, this is just fuel to the fire. Like, can we just let this nigga go? Can we just let him go? Mm-hmm. I am tired of him. 
and say, you know what? Unfortunately, guess what? There will be no understanding. Tiny can go too. Escape is already, they did their thing. Y'all broken up again. You can go. I kind of want to skip to get back together as the four. I'm willing to turn a blind eye to. <laughs> they all had Tiny out there on a laptop calling from Zoom from prison. She's about to go do something. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about Escape, though. It's like they only work together as the four. Like you can't have three or two or three and somebody else. Like M- that's the reason why Invo will never prosper. Mm-hmm. They have, they would until they get that original lineup back together. Oh, then yeah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, that'll be a special occasion. But other than that, it's not gonna happen. Mm. No. Um. That's kind of it. I can't think of anything else. That, oh, um, Kanye dropped out of Coachella and was replaced by The Weeknd. Oh, and um, Swedish House Mafia. Yes. Um, well, once again, thank God for small blessings. His dropping out was... And it's because been- Billie Eilish didn't apologize? No, no, it's because no, I know. he said to Kim that he was going to step away from the spotlight and go and try and get some help and things. Oh, is that is that why? Is that real? That's the that's what they're running with. I don't believe it. No, he would have done that. comes from over there, so. No, I bet you what happened was so Coachella like that's a you got to have money to go there not yeah yeah and so he probably would have did some like i'm gonna do one song and leave type of shit and that would have looked worse for coachella than kanye so i don't know he might have did a yay cella he does have this deal with netflix and an unhealthy obsession with beyonce right exactly we could have had donda Donda Cella. Oh no, I don't want that at all. I didn't want it to begin with. I just want a Steam STEM player. I don't want his album on there. Oh, just to keep you abreast, apparently T.I. and this female comedian have since made amends. Well, he's gonna do something else next week, so God bless her. She finally gets some peace, but he go fuck himself. Yeah. <laughs> I do not like that man. I do not like that man. It's time that we just gotta let these niggas go. I'm glad. I think Monica has taken over and become the center of the family hustle thing now. It's like the family and friends hustle, I guess. I'm yeah. glad because I love Monica. We need more Gunica. She was just at the prison with C Murder. They posted those. She posted those prison photos. I was gonna Lord. say those prom pics. <laughs> Cause that was, Hold that, that the was fucking phone. Where it, is it? It was giving prom in nineteen ninety nine. It was giving jailhouse prom. Monica so, goes to prison to see C murder. I did not know this happened. Yeah, like she just posted these pictures the other day. She's been she's been trying to get that man out of jail for twenty years. Oh, she's, she has. She's been <laughs> him regularly. Like she like said, that. "This is the one I got away." I was about to say, this man been in jail longer than... 
What did he do? Did he actually murder? Well, no, wait, he yeah, but no, no, the, he might have murdered somebody at one point, but I don't think <laughs> I don't think that's the reason why he's what what is the reason he's in prison now? Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was in prison now for that's what he's in there for. But no, she was working with some of the advocacy groups, you know, some of those groups that like analyze a prison, uh, 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 a trial and all that and mm-hmm. try to figure out where, where, where the lawyers went wrong and that type of thing. Like she, she was working with a couple of those groups. She was a spokesperson at some point for, for one with, of those. With Kim like, yeah, she might as well just go to get, get the law degree at this point. Like, No yeah. shade. Monica, as a like criminal defense attorney, would be everything. I want her in a show and in real life to be a criminal defense attorney. Yeah, these do these are given. It's not even like prom. It's homecoming. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's serving very homecoming. I gotta say, winter formal. <laughs> the ballers ball. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's given winter. <laughs> did y'all see that Twitter thread? Which somebody did a Twitter thread of Monica as guns. And it is the most entertaining thing. Yeah, I saw it. That's That's like too real. Too fucking real. I think Um, that's it for this, for what I have. I don't, I couldn't stomach any more negativity. (laughs) Well, how are you feeling, Erin? I'm feeling all right. Um, I have nothing personal to share except I'll add one thing we could talk about is. uh Gerard Carmichael's comedy special he's the he's the now I did not watch his show oh. I did not watch his show I forgot about that show but uh, I kind of did too and it uh, has Loretta Devine yeah Loretta Devine it, it, uh, apparently everybody was in that show yeah. Devine, I didn't watch it though Tiffany Haddish and David Allen Greer mm-hmm. but for whatever it did not click uh, but you know, he went on with his career anyway. Did a stand up on HBO where he comes out. I watched the stand up. Wait, he came out. Yeah, he, he came out of what? The closet. Like <laughs> <Who's> <laughs> closet. The he so he had talked to now apparently I didn't watch any of Ron Carmichael is a gay. Yeah. Not so, is a gay. <laughs> it's a gay. <laughs> Not a gay. Uh, oh Lord, he is. Oh yeah, he's a gay. You can tell in the photo. He did talk about in I now I have not seen it, but apparently he did talk before previously about having same sex experiences, but it was just yeah, part he of like talk about that before. Yeah, but it wasn't like he wasn't saying he was bi or anything like that. He's just like I experimented, but um, no, he did he did come out as gay in the comedy special. Yeah, I watched. Okay. It. I'm reading. I it. watched. I was fully expecting to laugh. That was not a laugh. <laughs> that was not that type of uh, comedy special. I don't know why they was calling it comedy because it was a therapy session, actually. It was more of a one-man show. It was more like a storytelling. Like, you know, like, um, uh, I forget, like The Moth or something like that. One, one, one of those types of things where you just, like, take the stage. Oh, it gives you some laughs and takes you on this winding journey. Oh yeah, it was. There were some laughs, but it wasn't like a Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock. Like every thirty seconds is a joke type of thing. Yeah, um, but neither one of them are funny. 
Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying the kind of comedy specials you might be used to, this is not that. Um, but he talked at length about, um, it kind of leaves you open-ended because he basically says that his the love from his family is conditional like it's not you expect unconditional love from your mother um your father whoever but everyone around him is like um they see him being gay is almost like a handicap in some way yeah um like he says like he doesn't feel unconditional love from his mother he says that like he kind of has to mute himself around his friends and he brought up a really good point about uh, now this might be a whole different conversation, but he talks about like um, some of his first boyfriends were white and how people were coming at him because it's just like, oh, you don't even want to like, you don't want to fuck with nobody. You just want to like, um, that's that like kind of listening to him go through all of this time in this journey of self-discovery and, and, and whatnot. It was I'm very- sorry. <laughs> Anytime I hear journey of self-discovery, my brain goes, Oh, yes. This journey <laughs> of discovery. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's one of those things where I didn't realize what I said to him. I said it. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it was it 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 showed a level of I'll wrap it up. It showed a level of vulnerability that we often don't see in black men gay or straight but especially gay black men like i feel like for a long time kind of like the 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 only kind of way we got to that kind of level of like emotional vulnerability was with moonlight the movie yeah and mm-hmm. that's the only one for so long now we now we now we got one more thing we got one more thing where it's just like okay here's a real life person that is taking you through all these different emotions that are sort of unique to us then now you kind of get that window in so that's it's a must watch for me it's it's a must watch i'll recommend it jerry carmichael is a gay i gotta watch it welcome to the fam sis it also goes by quick it's an hour but like i felt like i started cooking breakfast and then i was finished with the breakfast after i watched the thing i don't know like it, it goes by very fast okay how you feeling siobhan um a bit overwhelmed but not to the point of feeling out of control that makes sense Okay. It's, I don't know. I don't really know any other way to like describe it because it's just kind of, it's like a lot's happening, but nothing is completing. But it's not completing because it's like revolving door tasks. But whenever I get too many of those like kind of never ending tasks, I start to feel really overwhelmed and like I'm not doing anything. It's just trying to figure out how to get off the hamster wheel sometimes, and I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. And the fucked up thing is the only example we actually have of getting off the hamster wheel is actual hamsters, and they die. Like, that's really it. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's just kind of trying to, like, 
re steady, restable, reorganize all those things. Um, but it's kind of never ending right now. Okay. No, I, I can trust me. I understand that. <laughs> well, what's going on? Is it work or is it just life or what? It's work. It's life. It's kind of everything. It's a lot of things are happening at the same time. You know, selling a house while buying a house while in two different states and, you know, still full workload at work and you know, full extracurricular load with all the other things that I do and have happening and don't sleep enough, but don't really have time to sleep more. You know how it is. It's kind of like every, I'm just kind of in that, kind of like in the deep end a little bit, but I'll be able to figure it out soon enough. Okay. Um, I am... Okay, so very quickly, I am very anxious, um, slightly fearful, very excited, um, and we all know why. Uh, I've just been packing and working on that. But the main focus of this, though, is I, I don't know if you all have experienced this, but this new generation of 20-something-year-olds are dicks. Yes. And I am over it. Like, but they are little assholes yes but devil's advocates so were we yeah Everybody but we also got smacked in the mouth as children so we had boundaries yeah. but the, that's the only thing these kids ain't been these little niggas them. have no boundaries, boundaries. that's really what it is but everybody's an asshole at 20 no they, these kids now have they have no understanding of boundaries in any, in any way shape form or fashion they don't understand how to speak to people how not to speak to people how to navigate conversations and i am exhausted on it and little white girls are the worst at it you smell of pampers and similac and you think you're going to come at me that way play time in the playpen is to the right man nap time is at one Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> I'm so sick of the 20 year olds. Um, but other than that, and the early 20 year olds, let me specify, because there's there's some of y'all that are in y'all mid to late 20s that are that are older than I in spirit. Like, no, girl, I ain't going nowhere. I'm yeah. off. I'm sitting at home watching murder. She wrote knitting. I said, okay, bitch, you better. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just very, I'm I'm still whelmed overwhelmed underwhelmed just whelmed enveloped and whelmed <laughs> um so just praying and hoping and watching a little bit of candy's gang i haven't watched any of that no it's okay i didn't finish porsche's whatever the fuck you were they work in a restaurant and it's very triggering for me and I spend half the time yelling at them like that's not what that does that's not how that, that should be ran is this at the old lady game yes I thought they I thought the health department in, in Atlanta closed that down no, <laughs> they reopened and all is every time I hear about old lady gang is somebody posting a receipt like they charged me $20 for grits and it came out half done like I never, I, I, I never see anything good. All I'm hearing about them is that their food is hella salty. 
I've actually heard both of those things. <laughs> so it's funny seeing Bravo trying to recapture the magic of Vanderpump rules with Candy and the gang. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, it's a, it's a bunch of gays. I mean, there's the Bravo rumor mill says that part of the reason for Nini's latest antics with her putting on her Instagram blacklisted in all caps and then now it's just three photos. It's it's something like protect black women. Okay. They the Bravo rumor mill. So what I heard, I am not saying anything to be true. This is all allegedly. But allegedly all these antics are because this show that Candy has was supposed to be about was supposed to be Nene's show. The Lenithia Lounge. And she believes that Candy came in and swooped in at the last minute and snatched it from up under her. Mm, interesting. I don't believe Candy did that. I believe Bravo snatched that shit and was like, Candy, you want this? I think yeah. I think Andy is still pissed. And he said, not today or tomorrow, bitch. That is what I think really happened. I don't think Andy had anything to do with that. Which he said, like. you over there on College Hills, you got to stay over there with your Negroes. But this is also why she called Candy a coon recently. I don't understand. Nene has the, the I won't say the clout, but people, I still want to see her on TV. Other mm-hmm. people want to see her on I don't understand why at this now I'm not saying she hasn't or she has, but I'm not I'm not understanding why she has not approached like literally any other network. Like I will watch her reality show on Zeus. I will watch her act on own. I will see her on Broadway. Like, like girl. I think what it is is I don't think that Zeus has the coin to match the Broadway. That's exactly it. Yeah, and that's... I don't think that she has enough clout with the white audiences anymore to really pull it on any of the other networks. Yeah. I think she still does. I think the other networks are like, we've already seen this public blow up between you and Bravo a few times. Um, you're a liability. Liability, yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, because she has. Like, she's... We've seen this before. Mm-hmm with her and Bravo, at least twice before, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the other network's probably like, no. Every time she gets ready to leave, it's like some big thing. It's always some shit. Or it's a, I've, I've gotten too big for Real Housewives of Atlanta. It's all I'm better than life. these girls. Well, kind of, she, she had a point. The network she had a little bit of a point, yeah. She did. But at the same time, like, you I don't know Candy Burris is on the show when she said that. I don't know that she had a point. That's also it too. But <laughs> um either way, like the way she continuously would exit Housewives when she was done and fed up and over it and contracts weren't going well yeah. was not unfortunately it was not becoming of her in the eyes of like anybody. Um and regardless whether she was telling the truth or not. Um, it still damaged her. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And it's sad because Nene actually is quite entertaining on television. And I believe she was actually, I believe she is blacklisted fully. And I believe she's telling the truth oh, about everything. Too. Completely I, and utterly. But I believe everything that she said. But the problem is not that she's cried wolf so many times. Yeah. That is like, it doesn't matter whether we believe you or not at this point, because you've already made yourself look like a problem. That's because it. Done this two or three times before just to go right back over there, so it couldn't have been that bad. And, and you, I know the first time you did it, they were already side eyeing you. But then, so. well, all this now over a show that you wanted back on this network that you claimed did you so wrong. Why, right, bitch? If you don't take your ass over to WeTV, give us something. Give us BET Plus. Give us. It's like three different BETs now. It's like BET, BET Plus, and BET Her, is it? Or, or BET Woman, whatever it is. Like, you got options. God you got damn. Options. Mm-hmm. Niggas is about to die. I think. Well, I guess. Fucked herself out of her options. She did. No shame. Yeah. She did. Ryan Murphy and returning them call. Yeah. Um, I guess this wraps up this week's episode of Blacks Like Us, y'all. You click the link, links in all of our bios for everything that we do. And, you know, just like every other week, go fuck yourself. I don't sign off working down the go fuck yourself. I just, go fuck yourself. It feels good. Just reiterate that. Not that I have a problem with self-love. That is enjoyable. But I don't agree with telling you to go fuck yourself. It's me. Go fuck yourself. Go have a good night. Go to sleep. Rub one out. Bye. Run, run out. Hey, don't be shy. Rub 